welcome to the latest in our series of Beyond Brexit podcasts. Today, we are discussing tax policy in light of the Chancellor's recent budget and the imminent triggering of Article 50. I'm Gaynor Bagley, PwC's Head of Corporate Purpose, and I also chair our EU Steering Committee. And I'm joined by Stella Amis, PwC UK's Tax Leader for Policy, Reputation and Regulation. So, Stella, how did the Chancellor lay the groundwork for Brexit in the recent budget and what are the key takeaways for business? Thank you, Gaynor. I say um, that this budget was actually one where the ambition of the Chancellor was to try and keep everything stable and to try and demonstrate that it was a good open environment for UK and for UK business. There were no major changes, um, especially in the corporate tax kind of world. Again, a key indicator for business that stability was the key. Um, there were, though, indicators of where things might change in the future. Now, clearly, the Chancellor tried to make a change when it came to the national insurance regime. And whilst that's been un unwound, it's still an area that is ripe for reform and no doubt we'll see changes coming in the future. I would say that the Chancellor this time round deliberately kept his cards close to his chest just to wait and see how the landscape changes post the triggering of Article 50. So there was a hint that he might be taking a, a much more reformist, bold measure that he somehow then stepped back from. Would there be another opportunity, say, for example, as part of the industrial policy to kind of continue to innovate and transform the tax system? I mean, absolutely. First of all, let's not forget that this is just the first budget of two that we'll get this year. So there is another budget coming in the autumn, and that's possibly why the Chancellor kind of reined back quite a lot on what he was going to do this time round. And, and in all respects, that's actually very sensible. Um, once we get the triggering of Article 50, we'll then have a different landscape that we're playing in. So I think it was right for the Chancellor to stand back and wait. We've also had pre-announcements that all the big things that they're considering. So for example, looking at the way we tax workers in the future, that will be subject to big consultations where all of the stakeholders will get to have a say. So there's lots more opportunities to do that. But the industrial strategy could actually be key. There's lots of different areas and, and focuses that the, the Chancellor and the government want to achieve on the back of that. And tax has quite a big role to play. So tax can be quite instrumental. It can influence them, investment in certain areas. It could potentially have more scope to help different industries, all of which will play out quite a lot over the course of the next two years. So I, for one, was quite glad that the Chancellor didn't make any rash decisions in this spring budget. Yes, because you paint a picture that's absolutely quite complicated, actually. So you, you think of all the streams of the industrial policy, I'm sort of thinking, no wonder he didn't mention tax. Because how realistic is it that, that we'll be able to come up with something that sort of hangs together across all the various themes? It's a really good question and it's something that we've been looking at in, in quite some detail. I think as you saw from the changes that were announced on national insurance, making even small changes can have big repercussions and that's part of the problem in trying to get the tax policy straight for the, the future as we're going to see it. If you make small measures to try and achieve one part of the industrial strategy, it could have a big knock-on impact somewhere else. So actually one of the things you could do is stand back and say, well, the whole system needs to be looked at again. And in some respects, this is a great time to do that. There's a blank canvas. We know we've got a new future. We should be getting fit for the future. But actually, it could also be the worst time to do that. We've got um, lots of things to deal with and lots of change. So really, to be practical, you might want to stand back and say, well, I want to focus on the really key areas from a tax policy perspective that could make a real change. And hopefully, that's what we'll see the Chancellor and the government do in their consultations over the summer. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Because I was thinking as well, from a business perspective, there could be a lot of change. You know, the, you know, the blank piece of paper, all rules change. 
can you see some areas that are really, really right for reform? Well, we mentioned working policies. Is there anything else that you would be your bets would be on? You know, that would be the first place he'll go for. Well, I think you know we've we've signalled quite a lot of times that we want to make sure that the UK is an open business economy and still attractive for investment. And there's lots of change going on in the global landscape. So looking at not just the tax rate, because we all know the different debates around the tax rate, but looking at the tax base and what things are motivating people to set up business in the UK and keep businesses here in the UK. So helping people with their labour forces, helping skills, helping different regions, because we've got a devolution agenda yes. to be looked at as well. Those, I think, are some of the key areas that could actually make a big impactful difference quite quickly um, in terms of the agenda. And we've talked before, I know you and I, about whether it makes sense to have a more a kind of place-based tax policy. You know, as you, you mentioned it, the industrial policy talks about place, you talk about different skills. Is that really just going to be too complicated, do you think? Personally, I would think in the, in the time frame that we're looking at, yes. Um, I think it would be much better to stand back, look at what they'd like to achieve and then focus on the key areas. And I think a lot of that should come out through consultation. Part of the issue is that we don't yet know what those key areas are going to be. It might be financial services, it might be an industry, it might be a region. And I think until they start talking to all the stakeholders in earnest as they think through the consequences of Brexit, they really won't know that. So does that take us to an opportunity for business in the sense that should they be talking to their MP, going through their trade bodies about what what the tax system could do for them going forward? Absolutely. So I think, and again, on the back of the industrial strategy, the government are looking for input. Now, the industrial strategy was very light on tax policy, and often the debate ignores tax policy, but tax can have a real impact. So I think it's really important for businesses to articulate, whether it be to their trade bodies or to directly to government, what would make a bigger difference for them so that it can be played out when the government are looking at the landscape overall. That's really helpful. So there are some clear messages there, aren't there, that although we had a sort of steady-as-you-go budget, we're still going to see some changes going forward and business should think about how they want to influence those changes. Absolutely. It's a listening government and they're clearly demonstrating that they're listening. So now is the time to, 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 for businesses to have that voice. Well, that's a really good point to end on. So thank you, Stella, for your insights and for listening, everyone. We'll continue to discuss these issues in more detail over the coming weeks. For more insights from PwC on Brexit, please visit pwc.co.uk forward slash Brexit.